an Empire Boxing and Unlearning Network production. Welcome back to the Empire Boxing Podcast. This is episode seven and we got the whole squad here. This is an exciting episode because this is actually the opponent to our main event. This is Javon Blackstock and uh, we've got his his manager, his coach and uh, a teammate Ty here today. Uh, welcome guys. Thank you so much for your time. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is this is our first remote one here too. So uh, this is kind of fun. I get to I get to experiment this with you guys. <laughs> nice, nice. Wicked. Um, let's just jump right into the jugular, shall we? Um, I want today we're gonna kind of get everyone's like superhero origin story kind of thing too. So let's start with the main attraction, Javon. How'd you get into boxing? Talk to us about that. Oh, awesome. Um, honestly, I started like I said back. I started when I was 26, and uh, there was a gym that's close by our place. And honestly, I thought I was done with sports, to be honest, and just working hard. But uh, I just I I found it. I found it, man. And a lot of people that I know was uh, doing it as well. And I loved it. Right when I walked in, I loved it. So honestly, that's there's nothing else. There's no other like big story behind it. I just I wanted to do yeah. it, and this is this is where we're at now. Now, 26 is a little old, actually, to get into it as a as a professional boxer as well, too. So. Um, so your learning curve, were you just a natural? Like what other sports did you play? I guess would be a great place to start seeing as you said, you know, you, you thought you were done. Did yeah. you have a sporting background that helped that learning curve be nice and short for you? Oh my God. Absolutely. Uh, from elementary school all the way up to high school, I went to college too, um, played basketball there, but, uh, my, my main thing was basketball. Um, but honestly, like our family is really athletic. Uh, my older brother, my little brother and, uh, we we were we were in sports our whole life so like from elementary school high school college just i was in it i was in it the whole time but uh like i said awesome. I, mean, I didn't really fully think i was done but uh at that age like you said a lot of people might think you are but no i didn't no quit me no quit yeah like you leave college sports sometimes i was like yeah like a, in your you know mid late 20s and you're looking around and you're like okay well what's next do i just exercise like is this what we do now and i think that's where crossfit sucks people in sometimes too is these ex-athletes who like for sure you know, think they're done right and all of a sudden they're chucking barbells over their heads at <laughs> the time or something yeah. um now uh so you got some good genes and then boxing just hit you in the heartstrings and you're yeah. like this is it yeah like i said i mean i like a watch a bunch of bunch of sports and uh it was definitely up there for sure too watched a lot of it so it's not like i didn't know what was going on or anything like that but right. um yeah it was something i definitely just got into uh <laughs> it wasn't the best when i got into it or anything like that but uh honestly there's just no quit me so i mean i just kept with it and people people liked what i was doing and i was just okay. i just kept going what position do you play in basketball point guard yeah. Point guard. Okay, so you're fast, you're finesse. Leader. Do you find that those those uh, those same kind of skills you transition your boxing? Like, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing you fight yet. Oh, absolutely. so are you are you finessed? Are you fast? Are you smooth? What does that look like out there for you? Honestly, uh, that's a good question because like I, I'm not one to like sit here and toot my own horn, but like you, it, well, it's, you have to today. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but that's uh, the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yes, to be honest, yes, very quick. Um, you know, light on my feet and stuff like that. And I think it played like that really does help with boxing. You know, you got to be light on your feet and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, people won't think that's my style of boxing, not really too like, you know, too much movement on my feet, but uh, mm -hmm. basketball definitely helped football, all those sports, soccer. I mean, I was into everything, everything. So it definitely helps for sure. Awesome. Now, um, Mitchell, how did you get linked up with Javon? Uh, so uh, me and, Javon, uh, we call him Junior, so apologies if I call him Junior in the middle of this. But uh, No, please, all nicknames welcome. Yeah, also, so, uh, any secrets and, and stories and juicy <laughs> nuggets, we're here for those too. Okay, we'll see what, we'll see what all, comes out later. But. <laughs> Everyone should open a beer probably right about now. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I don't you, champ. Have any left, but. Yeah, that's right, I saw Ty over there, I was like, except for you, champ, not, not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I went to school with Javon, actually, when I was young, I met him in grade four, and... Uh, no way. Yeah, so we've we've been, all, like, our, our his brother is, like, you know, my best friend, and, like, we just go way back with the family ties and, and my, my younger brother now is friends with his younger brothers and it's just this, my, our parents know each other. And, uh, so it's just, you know, when he wanted to go pro, when I followed him in amateur, by the way, he did have five amateur fights, um, before, uh, COVID 
and unfortunately that mm. de- derailed the uh, the the progress that the we, he effort, was making. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun to follow. It was great. Got to the the Silver Gloves finals in uh, in uh, Brampton. Was it Junior? I believe it was. Yeah. Brampton and, Cup. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the Silver Gloves. But uh, was it Silver in Toronto? Gloves. I can't remember where we fought, but. Yeah, yeah, I was there in Toronto. Mm. I forget where, but it was. And that was a that was a great experience. And then uh, COVID hit, and so then just out of nowhere, he's like, "I want to go pro." And I was like, "Well, I want to do that with you because this is this is an amazing journey you're on, and you're you're doing it." Like, look at you, you're four and one, and he, and he had uh, three kit, three knockouts in the amateur, and uh, he was just a great, solid fighter. And I was just like, "This this just looks fine." And I loved boxing. I loved combat sports. I loved sports. Always been a fan. Mm-hmm. Always played myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just told him, like, if I could be involved and I could be your manager, I, I will right now. And he's like, yeah, please mm-hmm. come aboard. So that's just been kind of how I, how I started in my boxing career anyways. Wicked. How do you like the, the boxing biz so far? Uh, it's busier than I thought it would be, to be honest. I thought it was just going to be like, get a deal done and just get to relax. But no, not at all. Yeah, welcome and, to the fold. It's, yeah, it's spicy. For sure. And uh, just, uh, just juggling the, the fake actors is hard, too. But uh, live and learn, you know? Hey, you know, you got... You got you have life to thank for all the experience dealing with the fakes. That's, That's what life's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ty, let's take it to you. Um, give us your boxing origin story. How did you get started in it? I started years and years ago in Muay Thai. So I spent my okay. whole life training Muay Thai, MMA, grappling, stuff like that. I ended up having a few knee injuries. So I had to get two knee surgeries and I couldn't really take damage to my legs anymore. So I switched mm. over to just boxing and I excelled pretty fast at it so uh, what I wanted to do originally was go into boxing but I walked into a Muay Thai club when I was a kid by accident and I kind of yeah. stuck with that ever since but and then next thing you know you're getting kicked in the head and you're like did I sign up for this I, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. but uh, yeah. it's kind of um, the knee injuries I guess when did you make your pro debut I debuted mm, sorry last November awesome how, how was that experience for you oh it was good I mean I thought beneath so it was a tough first fight in my uh, <laughs> debut but yeah it was uh, it was a good experience anyways so um and that's that's the sort of what i was digging for now ty are you prov- <laughs> right uh ty no, sorry, are you working with javon now to sort of give him a little bit of your first-hand experience of of fighting beneath for his yeah game? absolutely absolutely i mean <laughs> i don't think we're gonna get the exact same fighter that i fought so we're not training for the same fighter, but absolutely, I'm going to give him uh, That's, everything yeah. I can. That's smart, right? Yeah. Like, you know, regardless, he's adapting and he's changing and he's adapting to you. And yeah. simultaneously, the, the dance between you adapting your styles to him yeah. and what you what you think is going to be coming is that's that's kind of the beauty of it is like you you can spend some time watching someone. But honestly, you don't really know what they're going to bring into the into their ring. There's there's more or less like you know, the physical anatomy of the person is going to lend them to more certain styles and certain aspects of boxing more than others. But other than that, like, you know, you never know what you're going to get in the juggle. So that's very cool. Now, um, you guys are sparring partners as well yeah. as, as training partners. Absolutely, okay. yeah. We're lucky we're both light heavyweights. So yeah, yeah. perfect. Perfect. Now, um, Javon, tell us a little bit about, uh, so this is interesting because I saw your post that you made the other day and it was, you know, saying people, people, you know, throw shade at you for kind of training yourself and, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So we're talking about a guy who came into boxing at 26, had five amateur fights before COVID, yeah. turned pro and trains himself. Like that whole mixture is, is really, really interesting and unique. And uh, I want to know more about that. Like, yeah, absolutely. you know. I, it's honestly like it, the whole the formula is so crazy. I don't even know what kind of a question I can ask from that. It's just tell me more. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, like you said, like I mean, it's not too much crazy shade. Like people, I do, I definitely hear it from people. Um, I heard it. The last person I heard it from was uh, actually the coach I started at the gym with, and okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, and he he wasn't like he wasn't like mad at me or anything like that. But he was kind of he was laying it down like me. You know, it's right. it's a lot different. Like, it's a lot different from training yourself than getting someone in your ear, showing you, teaching you, pushing you to the next, like, level, all that. Like, and honestly, like, I get that, but, like, this hunger I have in me, guys, and the, the like, I, I, oh, my, it's hard for me to explain because I just, the best words, I just don't quit. I'm not going to quit. 
No one's going to tell mm. me something like, oh, I started way too late and I'm not going to do this or whatever like that. Like, okay, yeah, I started a little late, but that doesn't mean that you know what I'm going to do in the ring or whatever like that. But mm. uh, honestly, it, I think it's a pretty cool story. And like, I respect everyone's opinion and stuff like that. But uh, I, I like what I'm doing. I'm happy with my team. I, I love these guys, man. They're they're great guys to be around. Uh, Ty helps me out so much. I think I help him out as well, to be honest. And uh, Mitch, like, they're, oh my god, I could go on about Mitch all day. Like, you know, that's my brother there, and uh, it's it's just it is an amazing story. And like like you said, it's hard mm -hmm. for you to ask something. It's hard for me to just not stop talking about it because I mean, it is great. Like I'm 33 now. People think uh, people think I'm too old. People think uh, it might be a little late, but. Uh, not at all. 33 is a, a, a great age. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, and the lessons that you're learning is like, okay, you know, like maybe if that's 10, 15 fights down the road, maybe that's two fights down the road. Is that something you want to bring into the fold? Or you think you're going to try and take this on yourself? Oh, no, no. Honestly, like, uh, that's actually good that you asked. It's, uh, I'm 100% will be getting a coach here soon. Um, right, okay. There won't be too many more fights. I mean, it might be after this. It, who knows? I could probably go get one next week. But uh, I will be mm -hmm. getting a coach here soon. Uh, I did mean what I said. I love what I'm doing and all that. But... There's always like, there's levels, you know what I mean? There's levels to all this. And like when someone who's been there for so long, like the guy I started with, it's been there forever. It's not like I'm not going to learn from nothing from him. You know what I mean? Like he's going to teach me something better. He's going to yeah. you know, push me to that next level. So yes, yeah. I will be getting the next guy. I will be getting a coach here soon, but uh, I, I do love what we're doing. I like, I like this. And, to awesome. be, and if I could and just I, touch on that point, I just yeah. to jump in. But like, and to prove Javon's point, like his first fight was a knockout in a minute forty, so that's an avenue, and, and you obviously love to have that in your first fight. Yeah. And then to go into your second fight and win a four round decision is another aspect that you have to also prove yourself in, right? So he's done two yes. fairly different aspects already in his early career without a coach. So, and like he said, it's not like he's not learning, right? He's going to learn something from every aspect, from every fight, and it, regardless if he has that coach or not. And to be fair to Ty, he's he's a big coach influence with us, right? He's the head corner. He he maintains the dressing yeah. room for us. He makes sure everything's prepared and ready. You know, I'm just the manager. I just sign the checks. You know, like mm. that's it, man. Ty Ty's the heart of the of the of the corner for sure. Well, I was going to say it's yeah. I mean, you're getting you're getting a sense of coaching with Ty, uh, kind of as a collaborative yeah. effort. Like he's seeing what you're not seeing, um, and then he's also providing you in like in ring feedback. And you guys can probably work on different elements of your game together as you yeah. guys kind of ad adapt and sort of collaborate with each other. So that's really cool. Like what a unique, what a unique yeah. story. I, I absolutely love that. Now let's uh, let's talk about COVID a little bit because I think that was probably one of the bigger hurdles that you faced early on in your career. Um, yeah. About yeah, like, let's talk about COVID. Oh, okay, yes, because yes. because that was early on in your career, like smack dab, yeah. kind of right at the beginning. Like, how um, how did you guys navigate that? This question's kind of for Javon and Ty together. Like, how did you guys navigate that? Continuing his training, getting him to a place where he was confident for his next fight. You want to answer, buddy, first, or <laughs> let's let's go, it, let's go, Ty. It's definitely hard to navigate when all your gyms shut down, so. You kind of have to find a way to work around um, maybe, back alleys, maybe some of the rules. <laughs> Are we even allowed to say that <laughs> nowadays without people coming cracking down on us? Or? I mean, this 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 podcast. <laughs> I think I like to. I'll be straight with you guys. I like to keep it a little loose around here. You know? you go. They're gonna they're gonna come canceling me before they come canceling you. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah we didn't follow the rules to exactly the way we were supposed to. You know what I mean? We thought we were it's doing hard things. For athletes, it's like absolutely. It's it's really hard. Doing for the best you can. Yeah. So yeah. even getting ready for my first fight, like, what what are you supposed to do? You just stay at home and hit the bag? Like, no, it, it it's just not possible to do that. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. combat sports to face a very serious uh, hurdle with with COVID. It's like, you know, no, I'm sorry, I kind of have to be up in your business. Like, exactly. yeah. there's no other there's no other way about it. Uh, whether it's sparring or whether it's a coach or 
um, yeah, there's, there's really no, there's no way around it. So it was very hard for a lot of the, the athletes, you know, we've been talking to you myself included. Um, now what is sort of the biggest lesson Mitchell that you've had kind of is at learning as you go, I guess, as, as, a, as a manager, what's, what's some of the biggest lessons you've, you've had to kind of work through so far? Uh, there's been uh, quite a few, um, just learning to be, uh, like kind of not, not like, a. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but just being like a, like a, like a caring, listening kind of manager. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm, I'm not in the mm. same town as them anymore. So I, everything I have to do is remote. Everything I do is with a video or a call or a text message. Mm. So really making sure I, I'm on the ball with understanding if we, if we got to the point, like, Hey, if I didn't understand something in the message, I make sure I make a call or if something's important that maybe I shouldn't send a text message and maybe I should call and making sure they get my right. emails and, you know, the managerial stuff. And then also making sure, um, uh, like I said earlier, talking to the right people because uh, we've already unfortunately ran into some bad actors, and uh, it was a hard part in our uh, in our young journey. But uh, we're, we've mm-hmm. persevered, thankfully, and uh, we're here now, and uh, we're ready for the for the next stage. I know I know these guys are ready for the next stage. Ty juggles his boxing. Ty juggles Javon's coaching and sparring. Like it's he. he he also goes in, uh, with a Muay Thai WBC uh, cruiserweight champion, Paul Martin, and goes with him in his corner for his fights. So Ty's like just super dedicated, and it's just watching these guys helps me because I can see what they're doing, and I'm like, okay, I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. I got to make sure everything's ready. Yep, I'm ready. Let's make sure they're ready. And it's just, it's just been, like you said, learning on the fly, making sure I'm, uh, I'm up to, up to par with what I want to, to happen here. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I like, we, I like, I like to take a lot of credit for putting the team together, but obviously Javon's his own fighter, Ty's his own coach in his own gym and I'm my own guy on a computer. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah. Now, have you already picked out your, your Eddie Hearn three piece suit for July 16th Don or what? King. Are we going to see you in a bow, t- a bow tie? Uh, no, no. I'm Are you gonna make it, a big old gold Keep gold it pretty liberal. Keep it pretty, pretty, pretty liberal. I don't know. I'm not much of a suit and tie guy, but uh, we'll see how it comes. All right, all right. Okay, well, maybe big old gold chain. Might have some nice shoes. <laughs> Might have some nice shoes if you're lucky. Oh, got some Jordans with a suit. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. <laughs> now, uh, Javon, throwing it back to you. Apart from basketball and and boxing, what other what other things do you like to do? What's uh, what's your moonlight? How do you spend your time when you're not in the gym? Honestly, like, uh, so over on this side, we have a big family. <laughs> we have a big family. Yeah. How big? Oh, how I'm, big? I have my fiance here. I have my three kids and, uh, fiance slash tech support. I heard her earlier. She yeah. is, she, <laughs> yeah. she's tech support. This is true. She did, what's, what's her name? Kayla. Shout out Kayla. Thanks yeah. Shout out. There you go. For sure. <laughs> um, honestly though, like, uh, my kid, that's another thing. Like I should have said earlier, my kids keep me young, man. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Like the family that I have, my oldest son's 11 years old. I have a five year old and a six year old. And, uh, to, you know, hang out with them as much as I can. Uh, I have a roofing business, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, I stay busy. I, I, I have that strength, you know, in that heat all day. But, uh, honestly, other than that, like, the big family means like a bunch of friends like these guys uh try mm-hmm. to try to you know have fun whenever we can like it's mm-hmm. that's that's what i do that's what i do like it so you so you find time to have a roofing business be a full-time dad of three uh and then be a professional athlete at the same time yeah and then ty, ty you're balancing cornering coaching sparring multi-sport different athletes yeah this is insane. How, so, okay, so how much coffee are y'all drinking? <laughs> See, that's the thing, honestly. That's the thing I love about our team. Like, when we walked out of that first fight, guys, like, mm. I think I think a lot of people were looking at us, not as, like, a joke, because, I mean, we're in a pro. This is pro. So, I mean, maybe people did, maybe people didn't. But mm. I think we definitely walked out of that tunnel and – we we had a different look on us we looked young we didn't look prepared everyone's it i don't know i just that's what i feel and then when everyone tells our backstory like i feel like mm-hmm. it was a joke or anything it just i just feel like people weren't taking us serious but i'm telling you these two here and then i got my other guy jared haired um it's it's wild man our team our team it, we're a team so if anyone tries to say anything different like yeah we just we just shrug our shoulders it is what it is but so do you do you feel like this sort of like sets people up to kind of call you the underdog like do you think you you get that sort of label oh 100 percent. 
hundred percent. And does that does that motivate you? You're like, let me show you. Yes, it actually a hundred percent did, and uh, you know the trash talking did a little bit. We had some trash talking at us, and uh, our team doesn't do that. We don't do that. I mean, if people want it, you go somewhere else. Go look at it somewhere else. We might make a little joke, but uh, it definitely fueled us up a lot. And I would just so focused, man. We all, we all are. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's that's a pretty scary thing about us, to be honest. Wicked. I love that. Love that kind of uh, humble, professional, but yeah. business, right? Like, you know, we don't have to say anything. We'll, we'll just show you. Exactly. We'll show Absolutely. you. Exactly. You know, um, and a lot of hard work ethic uh, I'm sensing from, from your team very much. Now, let's talk about your kiddos. Oh, are yeah. your kiddos going to get into boxing or are your kids <laughs> ripping arm bars? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I actually try to get my 11-year-old into it. Um, he's all into other things, girls and his video games and, you know, so... I think my daughter, though, my daughter is a five-year-old, the youngest, and uh, she 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 means business. She she I yeah. have some pictures and videos okay. up there. Uh, she she's ready to go. She she'll be good. But uh, yeah, okay. they're just they're they're amazing kids, man. Awesome, and I wouldn't be where I am without all these guys here for sure. Oh, awesome. Uh, Ty, any any kids, fiancés, anything on your side over there? No, just the <laughs> no, dog. <laughs> none that we know about? <laughs> yeah, none that we know about. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> she said dog keep the dog, so that was my shot. Just, there you go. Yeah, yeah, just the dog, right? Yeah. So what's the dog's name? Absolutely, Champ. Champ. Oh, fitting. Yeah. Fitting. Um, and then, Mitchell, you said you had a dog. What's your dog's name? Uh, my dog's name is Rocco. I also uh, also have a one year uh, one and a half year old son. He's almost two now. Oh, wicked! Okay, and yeah. then any plans to put the gloves on him? Uh, I don't think uh, his mom will let him, but uh, we'll try. I wouldn't mind. I mean, you know, I I I see both sides. Like they're you know, CT is not fun. But no. I I honestly like. I think all kids should do some kind of martial arts. I think I think all kids should grapple, get into jujitsu, and I think that you should learn how to strike. But, sure. but right. I mean. I, I do get it. I do get it, mom. So this is, if she's watching this, I always try to tell her that bo- uh, learning how to box is different than learning how to punch someone in the face. And I was like, it's, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you don't absolutely. have to get it's, in a fight. You know what I mean? To learn how to box basically. Yeah. So we're trying to get punch yeah. to a cooler. Absolutely. But then when you do get in a fight, it's really fucking handy. It's not too bad. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> They'd be able to kick my ass though. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, wicked. Uh, so, what, uh, Ty, what do you see in Javon that makes him a real threat to Benit? Uh, I see a lot of things that he can bring to the table that it's going to be a, a tough night for Benit. I think his ability, uh, his power, the way he moves his feet. I just think uh, I've been in the ring with both of them, and I just think Junior's going to be a little bit too much for him on that night. Oh, awesome. Well, we look forward to a really exciting fight then. And Javon, a question for you, like what, what makes Ty, what in him is irreplaceable for you in your corner? Ty, oh my God, everything, man. He's a great guy. Like, honestly, we met on the phone and from there it was just, it was brothership from like the start. And then he's just, he honestly, he, he'll push you. He'll definitely push you. He'll work you. Um, he just has a, he has a big heart too, man. Ty's a good kid, and uh, like that's straight up how it is. Actually, yeah, he, he didn't mention this, but I will. But <laughs> that dog he has used to be my dog. I gave it to him. So. Whoa! Yeah, that's like okay. So you met on a phone call, and now he's got your dog. This sounds like a like an ex boyfriend situation. Yeah, here. New, right new movie coming out too. <laughs> I walked into that uh, one. Eh? Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Which we know is not the case. But, yeah, I got so the good end of that deal. One. Yeah, 100%. So, one, how did that phone call start? What was the context? Two, why do you have his dog? Yeah, so Mitch uh, Mitch was looking for some sparring partners for me, and uh, he fe- he actually found him. So that's a question for him. But then, like, we, okay. we started talking right away once I got his number, and I think we sparred five days after that or something like that. And it was just, you know, no, that's it. Nothing like punching someone in the face to meet them, eh? That's the yeah, way yeah for, for real. chemistry there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, except when it came to the dog, poor dog. Uh, okay, Mitch, how did, well, back to the dog. I want to go back to the dog. Uh, Mitch, when, how did you meet Ty or how did you find out about Ty or what, what did you see that you were like, this is the guy I need to reach out to? Uh, actually, not. I didn't really know him at all. Uh, just, we know a guy, everybody knows a guy named PJ that we all know. And uh, I asked PJ if he knew Shout anybody. Shout out PJ if you're Shout watching PJ. And um, he, uh, he recommended I reach out to, to, to Tyler's gym to ask, the the owner Paul, who we now all kind of work with and and affiliate with, we like to because he's the WBC Muay Thai champ. Let me shout it out again. Um, shout out Paul. But uh, shout out Paul. And uh, anyways, he just told me, yeah, Tyler would be be willing to. So I just gave his number to 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 Junior there, and uh, the rest is history. I guess they hit it off pretty good, which I'm glad no one got like knocked out or something and got afraid not to get back in the ring. Right? That would have been yeah, horrible. Great, great pun though. Hit it off. Great pun. Yeah. Um, that was good. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, okay, so back to the dog. Uh, what happened here? Uh, on, oh, so I had him for about eight months, and again, like I said, big household, um, own business. He was he was super young when we got him, obviously, and it just it was it was a lot, a lot for me to handle. So mm. I just tried and tried and tried, and then I was just like, you know what, like I'm he needs to go to a home that could do a little better than what I'm doing right now because it's not working. Mm. So uh man, he was he actually has another husky and uh yeah, he just said he'll take him. So easy as oh, that. Oh wicked. Yeah. So you got you got two huskies over there, Ty. I got one husky here. I babysit one like half the week. <laughs> Okay, sweet. So they kind of entertain each yeah, other. Yeah, I got full custody of one and um, cold custody of another one. <laughs> Wicked. Oh, wow. And crazy. Yeah. Um, I love it. So, uh, Javon, I love asking different athletes about their, their SSC, their nutrition, stuff yep. like that. Because because you're sort of the captain of your own ship over there. Yeah. What uh, what kind of SSC, like, you know, program or philosophy do you follow in your camps and outside of your camps for your uh, strength and conditioning? Okay, so I'm actually going to give this one. Uh, there's a big part on my fiance. She helps out with mm. the whole like food and trying to eat properly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because yeah. uh, she and connecting she, Bluetooth headphones and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's a huge part. Um, Talented so her, lady, hold on to her. I give her that. And, uh, Honestly, I have my own drive with like, I, so there's five of us in our family. I have an older brother and two younger brothers and one sister, but, uh, we, we definitely push each other a lot. And like, it helps that I have my own gym here in my house and it's not easy for me to just get up or throw something on YouTube, uh, you know, watch me in Thai bar or watch a Canelo video or something like that to get uh, motivated and just keep pushing. Like, like I said, mm -hmm. these guys don't understand that we're, we're hungry. We're hungry. Like we're, we're here. Hmm. so when you go into your your home gym like um and and did you sorry did you build that home gym was that a COVID necessity where you kind of like screw this uh, i'm building this or did you have it before uh kind of actually um i actually started getting everything when it started uh, so yes that's true and uh i have five bags down there the speed bag everything like it's i i really have everything down there i need so um we got a good right spot out here where we live too lots of places to run and do our own thing so Cool. So it's, is there any particular programming you follow or do you kind of just go into the gym and, and whatever you're feeling like that day is it? Um, so when I started off at uh, the arena down here, um, mm -hmm. they show me a lot. I've definitely went every day and I was just following stuff I learned from there. And then like I'd mm -hmm. have people over here, I'd try to teach them and then, you know, they would throw in a little bit of things that they know and what they learned. Um, like we said, we come from like a big like family of like boxing too. My uh, my my other guy who's not here in the corner, his name is Jared Herod. His brother used to be the Canadian champion too. So, like, hmm. you know, we have help. Like they said, Paul, he's a champion, and we we definitely have help. So like, there's just routines that I've been told. There's things I do myself. There's things I just learn on the fly, and uh, cool. I, I feel like it works. I feel like it, it it works. But again, you know, there's a lot more to it. So. That's the, the saying that comes to mind is it takes a village. Like it seems like a really collaborative effort of people that, that clearly believe in you. And Excellent. I mean, just based on the, the character and the motivation and, and the, and the things you're up against too, like I can see why I can see why everyone's like, all right, this, you know, this is no joke. And, and, and obviously your, your records proving that, you know, you're in it to win it. Um, yeah. And, you know, coming out of the gate with three knockouts like that too. I mean, 
I can see why there's people lining up to, to be collaborative with you and to support you in your journey. So very exciting and, and very, very, very excited to watch you fight as well. Appreciate it. And I've also, I've, you know, we had Benit on our, our last show and obviously being from yep. Vancouver, I'm very familiar with Be- the Beasleys and, and Benit. Yep. And so I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm Switzerland over here, but I'm very excited <laughs> to see this fight. I'm here for the boxing. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, uh, what uh what kind of like what kind of nutrition stuff are, okay so okay let's ask this question if you weren't in camp and you could eat anything you wanted what are you eating i'm a spaghetti you, what i love that spaghetti. was not, not uh, what i expected i'm telling you i can i can make a I, mean spaghetti too so <laughs> oh shit okay i was thinking like a big old sloppy burger or something. okay uh ty what about you are you uh do you try to you know, tailor your diet to make Javon feel good when he's in camp? Or are you just... Absolutely he, not. You, <laughs> no. <laughs> are you kidding? Are you like, uh, no, what, do you even hide it or you just eat it right in front I'm of him? I'm so them? obnoxious. No, when I'm out of camp, there's, uh, <laughs> there's a funny story about that, actually, because we were we just did Junior's weigh-ins at one of his fights, and Ty had, like, two weeks to go for one of his fights, so he couldn't eat, but Junior was like, I just weighed in, so I'm eating everything. Yeah. And Ty had to sit there eating, like, salad while Junior just ate, like, five plates of pancakes and fruit and oh it's hilarious it's, it's a miserable time but no when i'm at a camp i'm eating like pizza <laughs> burgers fries cookies and like what yeah. and like maybe one or two beers here and there so when you're in camp uh what's the the meal of choice at the blackstock family home there oof in camp, uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, we were we do a lot of chicken and like rice or quinoa and stuff like that. So uh, I actually went to uh, I went to school for culinary arts. So yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, once I was done that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, once I was okay. done that, I mean, uh, I actually didn't you know continue with it after college. Uh, and now I have a roofing business. I went into framing for ten years. So. Um, I just stick to the basics. I mean, the the chicken, rice, quinoa, salad, stuff like that. I mean, but spaghetti is definitely on that list for sure. So, so like when you said spaghetti, I, I pictured like I just went full stereotype. I was like, you know, I was thinking like the man cave and like there's dishes everywhere and there's just like noodles and then <laughs> the sauce and it's just like you know, on the carpet. Yeah, like yeah, like exactly. You know, like. Eat, eat it off the counter and I'm no, thinking no. the worst but you actually probably make a banging spaghetti oh I do I do and uh, we keep it we keep, keep it clean over here uh, like I said culinary arts you have to clean as you go so I mean I know what yeah. I'm doing in the kitchen trust me yeah yeah okay it's just crazy <laughs> all right all right uh love it so okay so not only so you're like you're like you're like the whole package you're like the athlete who can like fix your roof and make a spaghetti that's actually how I got Kayla I told her that Okay. <laughs> Kayla, nice work, girl. <laughs> yeah. Nice work, but also she like helps you with your Bluetooth speakers, and and so right. she's like That's she's right. a, she's a diamond. So <laughs> okay, amazing. Um, what what are some of the biggest hurdles that uh, you've had to overcome in your athletic career, Ty? Biggest hurdles that I have to overcome? Yeah. What are the hardest things you've been through as an athlete? Just the injuries that come along with training camps. Like that's the most brutal thing, mm-hmm. especially coming from Muay Thai. I went into a fight one time with nine broken toes, a torn quad and a broken nose. And then you have to fight through all that. So switching over to boxing was like a breath of fresh air because they're only going to punch you. And that's about it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, it's a nice, nice switch. But I, I think the biggest thing is just the injuries, trying to go through a full fight mm-hmm. camp and come out healthy. A hundred percent is just. I don't know. It's so difficult. Something that I've never been able to <laughs> to get through quite yet, but you just learn to live with yeah. it. And um, you were mentioning grappling before. You do some jujitsu. Yeah, I got. Uh, I trained jujitsu till I was like nineteen. I got a blue belt or something like that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now here's a quick. Qu- here's a question: One jujitsu player to another. What do you find fucks you up more, jujitsu or boxing? Oh, boxing! Oh, by far, really? Oh my god! I yeah. disagree completely. No, why are you disagreeing? Because I come to jujitsu and I'm like 
just like my shins are battered. Like every, I'm like, you know, I, I'm like getting elbowed in the face and kicked in the head. Yeah, and then I'm getting my, and then I'm that. getting stapled to the floor by someone who's like 190 pounds. And then I've got like some bow and arrow choke and my trachea is ripping out of the side of my head. <laughs> Boxing, I'm like, all they're doing is punching me. This is so much more simple. And yeah. I've, I've been hit far less in boxing than I've been hurt in jiu-jitsu. So well, sounds like you're a better gonna... boxer than you are in jiu-jitsu. Hey. Maybe. Maybe. Mitch, I'm about to mute you. Okay. <laughs> I did, bud. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fine, Emma. But, I mean, it, oh. it's just interesting because it's like, uh, it's just this, like, there's so many more elements to it. So I was interested to see your opinion if you confirmed or denied my suspicion. But, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> okay boxing uh javon what what's the some of the biggest hurdles you've had to go through in early on in your amateur career that you yeah. learned that made you stronger for your you know your pro career yeah for sure um so he's right i actually uh tore my acl too in both of my knees so i mean it was pretty that's a pretty terrible like uh injury to come back from and uh mm -hmm. You know, like same story like in high school I actually tore it and then played on it and it was just didn't make it too good but uh yeah, they took care of me after for a full summer, but I feel like injuries is a huge part. And but mm -hmm. on my end too, it's like trying to juggle everything that I have going on in my life and trying to make mm -hmm. everything work. Like again, a big family, my business, trying to like find business, like you know, try to keep mm -hmm. everyone happy and stuff like that. Is uh, I think that's huge. I think it's very huge. There's not enough time in the day for it, but uh, I, I make it work. I feel so. It's, yeah. Yeah. A good yeah, lesson respect. that I think uh, he learned in his amateur career was that his, his only loss, right? He was four and one. So to to, to get, at least have that feeling of, of like, I oh, wanted to be better. I wanted to do better. I feel like I could. I sure. know it's not regret, but I'm saying you that, that drive to, to, to do it better next time, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously, we've, we've been undefeated since that loss. So it's been great. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. um, Mitch, what does. Uh, what does we made it look like for you. Paint me that picture. Ah, uh, what does we made it? Um, the belt. A, yeah, a championship belt. Some be hardware. There's no, Some other, there's no other way to. We'll start with the Canadian belts because that's where we got to start, and then we'll work our way up okay. from there. Because if you're not if you're not working for the you know the championship, what are you working for, right? It's not. We don't play boxing. It's not what you do. You're going to get hurt. Mm. You got to be able yeah. to devote your time and your effort. And we already know that Javon's fully committed like we've already had two fights this year and we got a third one before july you know what i mean or in july like that's a mm -hmm. pretty you know we're going let us let's go he wants to go we want to go we want to get there mm -hmm. we think this is a logical next step too right his first fight he had a knockout and second fight four round decision next step you know let's go up against i believe Bisla's number five top five ranked light heavyweight in canada something like that so we'll take the mm -hmm. challenge you know where there's going to be no regret when anything we do we're going to come in there and put leave it all in the ring and it's just going to be it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be awesome. So I like. I really step, enjoy the corner game. It's something I'm learning. Wicked. Step one to uh, some some champion hardware. Uh, Javon, what does I made it look like to you? Paint paint me the picture as detailed as you can. Like, what are you driving? You know, what kind of spaghetti noodles are you buying? <laughs> All the whole um, thing. That's actually a good question because uh, we actually live in a three story house now, and before that. It, it was hard, man. We were in like a basement apartment with a bathroom in the kitchen and just, oh man, it's, it was, it was hard. So we made, it means like this hard work that I put in that she's put in that my family's helped me put in and we just, we just keep pushing. So, uh, definitely, definitely gonna put our all into this fight and bring what we got. Like in our last fight there, like Mitch said, so my first one knockout, and then when I watched my last one at home, um, I heard the commentator say something like, uh, they were starting off with, oh, Javon started off with a shattering knockout in his first round, but I hope he doesn't go into this one thinking he's going to do that every time. And I was way past that already. I wouldn't never, I'm not going to go in any fight again thinking, okay, that's this is what's going to happen. Like my first one, I'm going to knock everyone out. That's crazy. So like... Mm -hmm. You just learn. You learn so much. And, like, watching that fight, I just, like, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much things I could do better. There's so much things I've learned already just from watching it. So, like, mm. we are pushing to – we are pushing to be, you know, the top guys in this 
like in the light heavyweight and if I have to move up or down sure well let's not say down I hate cutting weight well, no I hate cutting weight let's not go to that question or anything yeah, like that whatever leads to more spaghetti is probably like, yeah, exactly but like yeah just yeah just to drive in what we've came from to now and the hard work and a lot of people say it, man. We had we were walking places. I was literally boring cars to work when I had my business. I was boring cars. Now we have two cars. I have a truck. I have a big trailer. Like just, so just, compared just to drive. what you've experienced, you're almost like exactly. like it's like you could already say I've yeah, made it, and then the next yeah. level, you're gonna look back and go say I made it, and then you exactly. know it's, you're so like on the that thing path. is, whatever happens in this fight, it happens. It is what yeah. it is. But like. We've definitely been pushing for, you know, the best outcome. So, like, oh, man, my, I forgot to mention the strongest person in my life for sure is my mom. And she she's a definition of hard work and she made it. And so we're, we're, we're no give up here. We're, we're ready to go. What's mom's name? Sonia. Shout out, Sonia. Shout out, shout out to Sonia for you've sure. Made a, you've made a champion here, Sonia. Um, uh, now, Ty, do you find like is your um, your heart and your mind sort of switching a little bit more to coaching and cornering, or are you still pretty? Are you still foot on the gas pedal for your own pro career? I'm pretty dedicated to sport in all aspects. Like, of course, I want to okay. be as best as I can be as a competitor, but I want to be as best as I can do in the corner as well when it comes to my fighters. So. Um, yeah. And how do you find that juggle? Because each one almost takes 100%. Yeah. So how how do you manage when that? When I have fighters coming up, my focus is completely on them. And then when my fights are coming up, I feel I got to be really selfish. My focus has got to be on me. Everybody understands that when I'm in the gym. So it's never, uh, it's never a big issue. So when uh, right. my coach has fights coming up, I corner him, I go coach him, and then uh, vice versa. So now, um, what does I made it look like for you, Ty? Just being happy. <laughs> hmm, good answer. I good like answer. It. I love it. Um, okay, cool. So I always like to, uh, now I'm going to start messing with you guys. I always like this part. <laughs> That's um, okay. So first question, I'm going to keep it with Ty. Ty, fantasy matchup between Javon and any boxer from the past. Can't be a current boxer. It can be a past historical boxing figure if you will your eddie hearn fantasy matchup go against anybody anyone from the past okay uh easy like retired or passed on into greener rings wow good evander holyfield oh (laughs) okay okay so keep it there uh why do you think that would be an epic fight? Like, what do you think Javon brings to a fight with Evander Holyfield that would be show-stopping? So, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Evander is, like, the reason why I started in combat sports. Like, that's my biggest inspiration, okay. my favorite fighter of all time. I think he's the greatest of all time. And then I would just want to put my brother in the ring so I could step back and enjoy boxing at its finest. And then would you corner him in that fight? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> wanna, He's ringside. I want to sit back and enjoy that one. <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. Uh, okay, Mitchell, same question to you. Yeah, and, uh, probably uh, Marvin Haglin. Or Marvin Hagler. I can't remember fucking how to pronounce his last yeah, name. Yeah, ha- Marvin think, Hagler. Marvelous. Think we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that'd be it be a banger and i think it'd be a another beauty storyline because you know marvin was the underdog in pretty much his whole yes. life never given a shot really right and mm-hmm. had to fight for everything compared to others in that era and yeah. i just feel like they would uh, they'd bang it out with all their heart in that ring and it'd be a it'd be a it'd be another one i'd want to sit by the ringside and watch wicked i think i'd be with you and now are you the way you're talking about Hagler right now makes me think you've seen the documentary the four kings yeah yeah oh, sure have all right Anyone, I, I, I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast. I'm like, anyone who hasn't seen that, like, oh. don't, stop wasting your life. Yeah. Stop wasting your life in school. You're not, even, in, you're not even involved so in boxing if you haven't watched that. So, like, yeah, do you even, yeah, do you even like that? Boxing? was my homework um, to become a manager. Perfect. Like, really? I mean, Don King's in there. Yeah, like, like it, it, it's the best of the best. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So let's go back to Ty. Uh, current boxer. Doesn't even have to be in this division. Let's pretend it's like crazy open weight category. Who would you have uh, Javon fight? Uh, Dimitri Bivol. 
Oh, that would be evolved. That's a good fight. I, I won a lot of money off when fought Canelo, so I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> so you know what? Did you? <laughs> you know what? Let's throw Junior in there with him and let's see what happens. <laughs> wow. Honestly, though, I have a suspicion Make that up. had Canelo not gone vegan, you would a lot. You would have won a little bit less money. So. Uh, I guess. I guess <laughs> we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> never know. Okay, Mitchell, same question. Uh, current boxer. Uh, probably. Canelo, just because he's amazing and Junior's amazing, and it would be an amazing, an amazing thing to see those two in the ring together. I just like a fantasy to me, basically. I don't know. Wicked. That's that's the point. It's your fantasy match. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Javon. Who would you match tie with, boxer from the past? Oh, from the past. Uh, I'm gonna say Fraser. I'm gonna say Fraser. <laughs> They're hurting yeah. each other now. No, I'm not actually. I just, I, I'd like that'd be good. I, I, that'd be good. And then would, would you corner or would you be at ringside with like a shot of tequila? Like, yeah, I should say no, like he said it, but no, I would 100% corner him for that. <laughs> okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Okay, wicked. Um, and then why don't we just go current boxer versus Ty? Who would it be? Oh, for Ty, uh, probably Anthony Yard. I like him. Oh, I like okay. him. You guys know Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, nice yeah. Oh no, he's okay, yeah, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and why? Oh my God, because uh, well, you're you're a thick frame, thicker than me, but he's like a thick frame, and I just think Ty would, you know, try to put it on him, and let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, this guy has this guy has some good skills in there, so I I think it'll be good. It'll be guess. awesome. Yeah. Okay, M Mitchell, who are you matching with? Uh, who are you matching Ty with from the past uh. here? Uh, I'll just say Ali, just so you could get a chance to fight the great one. I don't know if you can learn much, learn much else from anybody else I appreciate better than it. fighting Muhammad Ali. Okay, cool, great. And then what about current boxer? Oh, God. for you, Ty. Do you want Lomo? You want Lomachenko? Usyk. <laughs> you want Usyk? Okay, you can have Usyk if you want. Oh, Usyk's one of my absolute favorites. I heard yeah, that Lomachenko though. They're trying to set up a, a rematch between Joshua and Usyk. Yeah. I've heard talk about this. September. Yeah, I mean, do, do we want to watch Joshua get spanked again? Like, yeah. here's my yeah. prediction. Is New that coach? his... Well, maybe. But here's... I think his fireworks display is going to be a little bit shorter this time. You think? Yeah. You remember that last time? I was like... It was like I think he's I'm like, is this guy going to get in the ring? Like, and also, like, you better win because... Yeah. I mean, you know, Mitch, like, you, what are you going to spend, like... $600,000 on a fireworks display and be like, hey, son, you better win. Well, depending on what contract you're giving me, we might. I don't know. Yeah. Anybody who knows anything about boxing should have known what was coming in that fight. I, I know. I just like anyone that, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Usyk fan, though. I, I was totally biased with that one. Yeah, yeah I, awesome. I, I figured that was going to be a walkover, mm -hmm. and it pretty much was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, who did you guys have uh, the Haney Cambosos? Who did you guys take on that? Skip. Oh, Skip. Skip. I, uh, yeah, I took Camboso. <laughs> I'm not a big Haney fan. And how much money did you lose to Ty? No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> bet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just not a Haney fan. Okay. Um, now, okay, uh, so it's, it's, you're in the gym. You're walking through the doors. You're going down to the, is your gym in your basement or is it your garage or what are, yeah. we, what are we talking here? In the basement, yeah. Okay, so you're heading down the stairs, you're connecting the Bluetooth speaker. Uh, what do you have? What's first on the shuffle? What do you like to work out to music-wise? Oh, oh, so I'm a, I'm a big EDM fan, to be honest. And okay. uh, yeah, that pumps me up a lot. But like when I'm hitting the bag and stuff like that, uh, I, I, I like to go a little, a little deep, uh, some rap, you know, some old school rap because the new school is kind of, Ugh, okay, well, hit know. me. Like, who who are we talking here? Are we talking oh, Wu-Tang? R.I.P. Like? DMX. You know, he gets anybody pumped up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Wu-Tang definitely for sure, too. Um, just, yeah, a lot of old stuff like that, too. Um, Sweet. Yeah, no. yeah. Sweet. And what about you, Ty? What's on your shuffle? A lot of, like, Katy Perry... Um, Things Stop like playing that. with me. Stop playing with me. What's that? Oh, I am telling the truth. Why would I lie to you? Ask him what his walkout song was in his last fight. What was my walkout no, song? No, hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. You don't remember? No, what was my walkout song in my last fight? Oh, it wasn't Katy Perry, but it was uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Oh, yeah, by Marvin Gaye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, 
I almost have a little bit of respect respect for that. No, I'm actually sweating. I'm sweating. So hold on, go back. Katy Perry is wait. So you're a badass from multiple disciplines. You got two huskies and an orange jacket hanging up back there, and Katy Perry is what you're hanging on. <laughs> yeah, and an orange jacket. <laughs> I got nothing to be ashamed of for sure. <laughs> wow, he's a confident man. All right. What do I got? Okay. Dying? Yeah. I, I mean, who who is it? Matt Matt's like Wizard of Oz. He's he's listening, but he's behind the curtains here. Uh, who was it saying? <laughs> who who was saying that Taylor's T Swift? Oh, it was Terrence Valoria was saying T Taylor Swift That's is on his like too, and sure. like Harry Styles. I'm just like, bro, really? Hey, that I pumps some people that. up, man. I mean, people they they get jacked up for a lot of stuff. Like I actually found this song and. Uh, it's from this guy named uh, Tokyo Myers, and he plays the piano. And there's like no lyrics. Well, I mean, I think there might be like a couple soft ones, but uh, it's called uh, Bloodstream. And it just it's it's a bunch of panels, and then it like blows up, goes kind of hard, and it's and that just that's wicked to me. Like that, I literally might walk out to that one of these days and just see. I'm trying to imagine this song because you said you said soft licks, pianos, and blows up hard in the same sentence. And I just really <laughs> oh have. All right, so there we're going. Okay, yo, I like it. I love it. I love it. I, love I it. have I love no idea. Are we still talking about music though? First. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm deleting you off Instagram. <laughs> what is this podcast? I yeah, I know. I thought we were talking. So, okay, so I got to write this down. What's this song called? Because I'm going to judge you later. Uh, Bloodstream. Bloodstream. Yeah. Speaking of bloodstream, let's talk about blood sport. What are your favorite boxing movies? Hit me. Oh, that's a that's a good question. Rocky. Obviously. Honestly. Oh, I, it's, did, who said Rocky? Hey, I have a Rocky <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> Where? Like, is it accessible <clears throat> or is it inappropriate? Um, <laughs> after I cut weight, I'll show it to you. But right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, he's shy. Okay. Uh, honestly. Favorite boxing like, movie. The Rockies are good, but I mean, it's just they're they're super out of hand. Um, I'm a, I'm a Creed guy because like you know that it's a Rocky. little more realistic, and <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably say Creed. There's not too many like crazy crazy good ones out there. But, that was good. This is the thing, though. That this, no, Matt. That was good. No, I'm gonna mute. Um, I'm gonna mute you right now. That, is that Cinderella Man? Is that Cinderella or Cinder Cinderella Story? Cinderella Man. Cinderella, Cinderella Man was actually pretty good. Um, I like that one. It was pretty good, but we decided that... Uh, or Rocky. Get yeah, easy. and I like Raging Bull, and I like The Hurricane. Million Dollar Bull. The Hurricane is like, hurricane, hurricane. very good, actually. Loosely about boxing, but it was, yeah. like, you know, really... Undisputed's mean, good with uh, Wesley Snipes. That one's pretty good. He's in jail and stuff. Have you seen that? Have we, have we heard about this one yet, Matt? Undisputed. Undis Watch that one. Wesley Snipes what? and Vin... Oh, the see, Snipes. I'm a first for everything, baby. Okay. Oh, okay. Snipes and Vin Rames. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Zero. Zero. We had some. Zero. We had some. Uh, we had some like good Steven Seagal stories of like. Oh. I mean, yeah, just just like him like beating up stunt stunt people like just unreasonably <laughs> like he'd be like he'd be like okay punch me in the face. And then the guy, no, 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 slower. And so the guy's <laughs> punching him really slow, and he just fucking like rips out his head or something. Like he's just Holy insane. Shit. Like I've That's I've awesome. heard some just horror stories, but Steven Seagal I also loves Steven um, Seagal. Steven Seagal <laughs> loves Steven Seagal. Shout out Steven Seagal if you're watching this. I'd love to have you on the podcast, and I would ask you why you're really mean to stunt people. Send me an email. That's who I want to fight next. Yeah, fantasy matchup, Ty versus Steven Seagal. I don't know. I feel like Jean-Claude Van Damme's like an actual badass, though. That's my boy. Yeah, no one talks about him. No, I mean, the guy, like, true, true or false, did he actually do the splits on two semi-trucks, or was the that trucks, fully that CGI? Commercial? That's got to be like, That yeah. commercial. <laughs> no comment. I mean, it couldn't be real. Oh, okay, wait. And let's, let's, okay, let's also, let's get Mitch Ooh. in there too, because who plays Mitch as the promoter? As Leo, promoter. Leo, Leo. Oh, Leo, he's so Yo, that's my boy. That's great pick, great pick. I would go with, great I would pick. go with Chris Farley. Or Brad Chris Pitt. <laughs> plays you or plays Mitch? Plays Mitch. <laughs> Oh, I mean the despair this the disparity between Chris Farley and Brad Pitt here is like quite casting's got their work cut out for them. <laughs> um okay, so who plays who plays Javon in a boxing movie? 
Morgan Freeman. More? I, I, give to, I, I give it to Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I give it to Wesley yeah. Snipes. Uh, I'd say Will, Will yeah. Smith. I'll slap the shit out of people. Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wicked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, sh- he should consider a career change right about now. He might be perfect yeah. for the sport. Yeah. Will, if you're out there. I'm pretty short. Maybe Kevin Hart. Martin, Lo- Martin Lawrence would be all right. Martin Lawrence would do all right. Oh, that's a good one. I like Martin. Kevin Kevin Hart's got some hands. Like, like, He's too, I, short. My, too short. He's Martin too Lawrence short. got in the ring with Tommy Hearns, so for sure, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And then who plays Ty? Like, what are we thinking here? Oh, my God. Uh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh, boy. That was for the Chris that Harley. No, oh, yeah, you're that Russian guy from the Rocky Dolph movie. Lund- that's totally who would play Dolph you. Dolph. What about yeah, Dolph Lundgren? That's the name, yeah. I would yeah. say him. I'd be cool with that. The Dolph. <laughs> or Leonard Nimoy. I'd be Dolph. cool with that. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> Just no emotion tie. Yeah, classic just Steven Seagal or like nowadays Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh man, Ooh. classic. Neither, if I got a choice. Yeah. Neither, terrified. Um, man, that's hilarious. I love it. Who, who, uh, who would play <laughs> you in a movie if they did a movie about Empire Boxing? Whoa. Me? Yeah, you. Man, they Sandra, couldn't cast Sandra someone Bullock. great. Sandra Bullock oh. before, or after all the plastic surgery. Yeah, it's a, a difficult one. Because have um, you seen her lately? No. J-Lo, maybe? I'm so happy. I'm so sad. It doesn't move. Like, nothing moves. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, who, who could cast as me? I mean, um, it would end their career. I'm a career ender. <laughs> I'm a career ender. For sure. Jennifer Lawrence? I know. I know Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'll take it. I just, I, I just had to picture it for a second. She's kind because there's, there's new Jennifer Lawrence. All oh, right, yes. Okay, Hunger so she Games was from Jennifer Hunger Lawrence. Games. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a badass, maybe. I don't know. She lives. That's also assuming. Yeah, <laughs> that's also assuming I'm not just full of smoke and I'm actually just a giant softie. So that's yeah. that's true. Matt knows the truth, but he'll never tell anybody. <laughs> um. Wicked. So, Javon, yeah. this has been an absolute pleasure to have you yeah, on the podcast. And I, I have to say, like, I'm very um, – this is probably one of my favorite things about doing this is I – you know, we, we like to laugh. We like to have fun, you know, shoot the shit about boxing. and sure. But u- ultimately what we're here to do is learn about you and your story and what makes you unique. And, and I have to say I'm, I'm very impressed with um, the perseverance and the tenacity despite – a million things that would shut a lot of people down and make them kind of sit back in their living room with their family and go, what, what am I doing? And is it worth it? And, you know, like a lot of things that would make a lot of people question how many pots of coffee they need and, you know, how many pep talks they 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 could get, you know? So I have to say that your dedication and your perseverance are are very admirable. And, you know, yeah. And and I personally am really excited to see you see the reflection and the product of all of that, hard work and that dedication in the ring on July 16th. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. And I think probably another great, thank you. Another great part of that is just seeing you guys and your dynamic together and how each of you contributes to each other's personal life as well as their professional life, uh, their sport life, and also as you guys as friends. And, and the coolest part about this too is of of your, you know, the, the connection between all of y'all is, you didn't even like. I mean, I guess Mitch and, and Javon, you guys kind of grew up together. But I mean, yeah. Ty, you were a you were a, a oh, I know a guy. Phone call. I love when the I know a guy works out, right? Like I know yeah. this guy, and then all of a sudden he's like, bring him into the fold. He's now my brother, um, yeah. and I think that's that's super cool. So you know, I got a hunch that you guys have an incredible uh, future in boxing uh, waiting just around the corner for you, Thank and, you and we're really really happy to Thank be you. part of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we. Yeah, thank you guys very much because this is obviously for the real. huge opportunity for us in the next step in our, this in is our where we want to go. This is one of the things I did in a long time, so <laughs> this is this is dope, man. Like I'm actually super. I was excited all day for this, and uh, wicked. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I was pumped to do this for sure. Wicked, and then next stop is going to be Van City. 
Yeah. Uh, y'all yeah. be it's stepping be off the plane. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put on a hell of a show, and I know you and Benit are gonna put on a hell of a main event. Um, yeah. And if you haven't had a chance to follow Javon on social media, please do keep up with him and and Ty and and Mitch and their whole team and support them because ultimately what we want to do is just we want to grow Canadian boxing and we want to we want to support the athletes and everybody wins if everybody's in each other's corners really um and grab your tickets to the event come and support uh these incredible athletes doing their thing and we can't to, wait to shake your guys's hands in, per- in person nice that's what's up i yeah, appreciate no, it i appreciate thank you guys, guys very much thank you man yeah, absolutely <laughs> and uh yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Danny Mac too for uh, for getting a hold of me about this opportunity as well. Shout out Danny and and Dan, both of those guys, the da- the Dans, the Danny Dans, yeah, the Danny Dans doing the doing what they do, making things happen, and uh, giving us incredible matchups uh, that we can all look forward to. Um, so thanks again, guys. This has been episode seven of Empire Boxing's podcast. Stay tuned for more. Give these guys a follow. Get your tickets to the event. Don't sleep on Canadian boxing because I have a feeling. This shit's about to blow up. Make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Empire Boxing on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube.